0: episode 26. Hey, this is Patrick B. from Value Tim, and if you want to consistently add value to your life, you should listen to Build Your Network by my good friend, Travis Chappell. Hello and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving any level of success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest. But first, If you enjoy the show, then please, please open up iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and if you think we deserve it, tap on the reviews tab, select write a review, and leave us a five-star rating with a review that includes where you're from and one aspect of the show you love the most. Then go ahead and screenshot that review and send it on over to travis at buildyournetwork.co along with your name, that's travis at buildyournetwork.co, and I'll give you a shout out by name in a future episode and you'll be entered into a contest for $250 cash. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Hillary Grossman. Hillary is a young social entrepreneur. She has had experience in all varieties of entrepreneurship from working in a startup tech business, a direct sales company, and is now sourcing products for herself and clients out of Asia. In addition to her zest for entrepreneurship, Hillary has a strong passion for teaching others about having a positive mindset, personal growth, and how to achieve overall happiness. Hillary, thank you so much for coming on the show. Why don't you go ahead and expound a little bit on that intro and tell us more? About yourself.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Travis. I'm so, so excited to be here. Um, I really value the podcast that you're putting out. So I'm really excited to be able to share parts of my story with others and to like just connect with you and all the people that are listening to this. Well, currently, right now, I am in Hong Kong on the other side of the world for where I'm from. I'm from Dallas, Texas originally, and I am in Hong Kong right now, um, sourcing some products for myself and just a few other people who I don't, our clients. Um, so they can have like their own personal products for some of their personal brand. That's the specific reason why I'm in Hong Kong today. And also my family all lives here and I'm really addicted to my family. Family is really important to me. So that also, um, is a huge plus for being on the other side of the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I bet probably makes it a lot more enjoyable that way for sure.
1: Yeah. I love it. It's great. I'm so, so blessed to be able to see my family every single day. It's not as lonely, so it doesn't feel as, um, threatening if I were just over here by myself.
0: Awesome. Awesome. What kind of, uh, what kind of products are you, are you guys sourcing for like, is it for specific types of organizations or, um, uh, kind of talk a little bit about that?
1: No. So most, most of the ones that I'm personally sourcing myself have to just do a, like health type of accessories, and then for some of the other clients that we've got, it just kind of all came up randomly. Um, I told people I was going over to do this, and then some people like just mentioned, "Oh, like I'm interested in this too," so I'm now looking stuff for them as well.
0: Okay, cool. So it kind of turned into something that you weren't really expecting it to turn into. Is that is that right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's all really, I came for one specific purpose and it's kind of all just grown. I don't really know where it's going to go, but I love how life works is if you go with one sort of purpose and you just kind of work a little bit towards it, then other things kind of tend to gravitate it. And I think it's so beautiful how it's all been working out so far. I'm very, very blessed and very lucky to be here and loving, loving Hong Kong.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, it's one place i've uh, i've definitely uh wanted to go to in the past and maybe one of these days i'll make it out there tell us about a time uh when a connection in your life led to a big moment of success for you
1: okay so i think the biggest connection in my life that led to the biggest amount of success is so i met my um mentor and really good friend and now soon to be working on some projects with named amani zane about 2 years ago and um I met her randomly at a convention and we kind of clicked, and she invited me to come stay with her at her house for a week. And so at this time, I was so depressed. I was in this desk job that I hated. I didn't really have like a vision for my life or even understand what a vision was. Like that concept was so foreign to me. And so when I went to her house and stayed with her, she just opened my eyes to a new way of thinking, a new way of living, and just really learning how to engage in personal development and just really how to engage and asking myself those tough questions, like the why's and the, um, my fears and asking myself things that I've been avoiding for so long. And so making that connection literally like my life just changed because I changed like the habits that I was participating in. I started getting like very serious about absorbing, um, all types of speakers and like listening the podcast and just listening to people that had success. And so after meeting that, like I changed from being in this like stuck kind of fixed mindset of how I thought life was supposed to be into this growth and possibilities mindset. And even though like I haven't made millions of dollars or I haven't necessarily like achieved what quote unquote success some people might say, like I'm so happy with where my life is going because every single day I really do believe that there's new possibilities and new opportunities. As long as you keep putting yourself out there, as long as you keep on connecting with more and more people, you just don't know where things could lead to. And I think that's what's so beautiful about connecting with others.
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Awesome. Awesome. So so basically, you're working at a desk job that you do not enjoy. And then um, oh, you yeah, have this I connection and you start um, you start learning from her and, um, and getting mentorship from her. H- how far behind uh, in your story... Do you think that you would be if you never made that connection with her?
1: I think that I would be really behind. I mean, the thing is, before her, I wasn't engaging in any practices that served me or even wanted to serve others. Like, I was always thinking about myself. So, every time I would go to an event to try to meet, it was always how I could get like um, a job offer, or I could get some type of sort of success. Like, I think I would still be so behind because. I wouldn't have made the mindset shift in order to do the things that scared me to achieve quote unquote, like success or quote unquote, happiness. Like, I think I would be very bad. I mean, you don't know, like maybe I could have come across um, somebody else that could have inspired me to some way, but I'm a very, very big believer that things like don't happen necessarily by accident. Like, I think that that was supposed to happen for me at that specific time. So I could be where I am today. Like I've grown and changed so much in the last two years based on that, like connect, starting with that connection. It's not just that connection because I still continuously built more and more connections after that, um, than I could have ever Imagine. Right. So right. yeah, I would have been so behind, still at that desk job. I don't know. And yeah. I think I don't think that company is in business anymore. So probably <laughs> with no job, I don't really know, know yeah, where I'd be. Always
0: a possibility. Definitely a possibility. Um. So now you, you were um you were in uh, in, in college before, right? Did you, did you get you got your bachelor's degree and everything before?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. I got um, a bachelor's degree and like digital i don't remember the names anymore like digital journalism and international affairs i don't really use i feel like okay. anything that i learned in school but i do think that school did sort of give me like a little bit of foundation to like you know get a little outside of my comfort zone you know i didn't stay with i went out of state i didn't stay with all the necessarily same kids that i knew growing up i think school was a good choice for the time being i don't know if i would ever go back to school but um for the time, I, I enjoyed college, so I had a good experience.
0: So so having gone to the school, getting your degree, um, getting your bachelor's, um, uh, this is kind of a, a question that I, that I really wanted to pose to you. Okay, so do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why?
1: So I truly believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and then that who knows you is more important than both of those. So the reason that I think that who knows you is more important is because um, I'm in the entrepreneur space. I'm also really involved and want to break in into the personal sort of development space. And both people in those spaces know who Tony Robbins is. Like everyone knows he is probably the most um, sought out like personal development coach and even entrepreneurship coach now. He just wrote that book about money like two books about money. And so every, every person knows who he is. If he tomorrow asks you, Travis, like, can I be on your podcast and share something? You would a hundred percent drop everything because you know, and have him on the podcast because you know he'd bring so much value. He'd bring so much to an audience. He'd bring so much, just, I can't even put into words how much stuff he'd bring. And so that amount of influence is so powerful. There's nothing more powerful than having influence um, of that sort. So if getting people to know who you are, when you have influence, you can literally, Tony can send out, like, what, say one thing on Facebook, and a bunch of people will come to where he wants to go and the direction that he wants to go. And so I think that's more powerful. And the question that you also um, posed me, I really like the book, The Alchemist. If people haven't read it, they should definitely read it. So The scenario between Santiago and the Englishman. I get that this what they weren't networking, but it's the same sort of thing. If you have all this knowledge about a subject and you're not sharing it with people and people don't know who it is, then what's seriously the point? Like you can only be the smartest person or the expert in something in your own little world, and then your impact is just yourself. I think the thing is if who you if you know more people and more people know you, you have the more possibility to impact more lives and get whatever message it is across more effectively. That's just how I sort of see it.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, there's one thing I like to stress um, that's probably the biggest mistake that people make when networking, and it's uh, when they only ask for something in return from the people they connect with. What is your experience with that, and what are some ways you add more value to your inner circle than you receive?
1: So I definitely, definitely, definitely... um, agree with that statement. I think that the reason that people sort of do that is because it's early on in like their development or in their networking um, career. And so they're sort of making themselves the issue. And I know this because I used to do this going into network to rooms and events. I always wanted to feel how I could be validated or how I could get my point across. And so I think that's one problematic because you're going in and you're not really interested in helping anyone else. So then if you think about it, why would anyone else want to help you? Everybody in the world has the same favorite subject. And I know because my favorite subject is myself, everyone's favorite subject is themselves. So they have to be helped by someone else. So if you're going and you're only thinking about yourself and you're expecting something for you, but you don't want to give anything to anyone else, you're not going to be very successful. Like I really believe in the law of attraction. And if you don't put anything in, you're not going you shouldn't expect to get anything out. And I think people, until you really realize and grasp on that concept that you have to give before you can receive, you're not going to receive anything. You're going to be in the same place and you're not gonna see any growth in yourself or even your relationships or your business or anything it is that you wanna see growth in.
0: Right, right. Now, besides that, uh, why do you think that people fail at increasing their influence or growing their inner circle?
1: Um, I think that it stems from a thing like from two different aspects. So I think that people fail to increase their inner circle because there's always this fear of the unknown. There's always this fear of like rejection or there's a feel of fear of failure. And people would rather stick in a place that they're miserable and but they're comfortable with their misery, if that makes any sense. So not, and even if it's not the right case, like maybe sometimes you're not miserable. Maybe you're just content. It's like if I were to have stayed and because I went to school in Colorado, like I love all my friends that I went to school with. Um, They're all amazing people. Loved, but if I stayed there and didn't, Move back to Texas and start a journey of sort of entrepreneurship thing, I wouldn't be as far where I am today because I would have just stayed what was content with. Mm -hmm. And so I think that a lot of people, some people just don't want to be uncomfortable and they like being content. And some people are just so scared of doing something. And I know this because I still do this. I think that people have this misconception that the one time you do something uncomfortable, you're just gonna be so it's gonna be so easy for you for everything else you do. And that's not really true. I think every time you want to get into a new situation, or every time you want to meet someone new, or break into a new field, feel, you still feel feel those fears. But it's just deciding whether or not you want to move past it anyways, or if you want to stay in the same situation. And I think really understanding that that's an aspect of choice and you're making that choice it helps because for me when I realized and my mindset shifted when I realized that was a choice it's not as easy for me to not do it anymore because I acknowledge that it's something I myself am not doing like before when I viewed it as like a victimy thing like I didn't do anything because it was easier to blame it on someone else it was easier to blame I was so miserable because like my boss was rude to me or because this other person it was easier for them or this other like person um had a leg up, and I did it. It was just easier to operate in that way, and I think that sometimes, like in our culture, we want in a Western culture at least, we want to have a villain, so it's easier to be in that way and in that mindset.
0: Awesome. If you had to choose one networking tip, what would that tip be?
1: So the biggest networking tip that I would give is that relationships take time, and building your network takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't go to the one networking meeting or to the one like coffee shop where you're meeting a prospect or you're meeting someone to come to your business or come into your life. And everything just explodes. So I think it's really hard, especially for millennials. Like we're so used to everything having coming instant, like instant gratification. Like if you think about it, like I can order my groceries off at Amazon. I can um, order food from my phone. I can check like whether or not like things are available. Like I, a lot of things that we've grown up as millennials, we don't really have to wait. So this concept that relationships and, um, that even just building like a career or even um, investing yourself takes time. It's not going to happen in two weeks. It's not going to happen in a month. It's going to happen continuously. And I think that's the thing. Like I mentioned to my friend Amani earlier in this podcast. And now after two years of knowing each other, we've now started talking about working in a project. That's two years of building a relationship. That's not just, oh, I met her and then something else happened. And even before, like I've been to a lot of networking events. Um, I used to be based in Dallas. And so I used to be really involved in the Dallas like entrepreneur community. And at first, like I would get so jealous because it seemed like all these people were friends and I was like, but they don't talk to me. And it took time going back over and over and over again, I was able to develop a relationship with someone. And I think that the biggest mistake that a lot of people make is that they think that if they go, one time and it doesn't work out that they failed or it was a bad event or like it just doesn't work out and I think that networking and relationships and building your network or even finding it is whatever you want to do it just takes time and it's all a process
0: of course yeah and I think I think you bring up a really good point there too um I feel like networking most people treat networking like it's an event um, like you're talking about, like, you know, you go and you go to this certain event and you bring 5,000 business cards with you and you hand them out to as many people as you possibly can and uh, hope and cross your fingers that one of them calls you back or shoots you an email. Um, when in reality, networking is really just a way of life. It's a, it's a way to live your life, and, and it's, it's more building relationships, exactly what you're talking about. It's not something that's done overnight. Um, you can get somebody's contact information overnight, but you can't get to know somebody overnight and actually bring value into somebody else's life um, um, overnight. So I, I really appreciate that insight that you brought out. Um, who is the most intre- interesting or influential person that you've met personally through networking?
1: Okay. So I actually have two. So in Dallas, I'm a member of this gym. It's called Lifetime Fitness. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Best classes ever. So if anyone's in Dallas, they should check it out. But I've actually, Mark Cuban is actually in my Zumba class. Mark Cuban? And then Cuban. I've actually, yes, Mark Cuban, the who's, billionaire who, who's Mark Mark Cuban? Cuban?
0: <laughs> and that's awesome
1: and so and then also this the guy who's like one of my personal mentors he's the number one happiness researcher and he actually studied like happiness and workplace environments for like 10 years he's been on Oprah He's has a, like number one of the te- top 10 talks his name's Sean Aker he was also I met him at the gym once randomly. And it was really weird because I just read his book like a few weeks before I met him. And then I was like staring at my phone to make sure that was the picture of him
0: (laughs) before (laughs) I introduced
1: myself. So I think that I I like to bring this up, these people, because obviously they're influential, but I really wanted to bring this up because I think another big really misconception that people make about networking is that you have to go to a networking specific event. You can meet people Anywhere you can, in, as long as you're open and you're willing to give and receive, that's the thing. It's like I met these people at my gym. Like I wasn't expecting to them, you know. But it wasn't at some specific networking event. It wasn't something where I thought all these superstars and stuff. Were, I still think that people should attend the t- attend events in the types of fields that they're interested in. So if someone's like in fitness, like maybe you should go to a fitness event. If you're into entrepreneurship, maybe you should. entrepreneurship event if you're a dentist and want to move up maybe you should be going to dentist events to um things but you can literally meet someone anywhere and I guess even to expand on that just because I really do believe that you can leave I've been in Hong Kong for maybe a week and a half and so I told you I'm here to like sort of um Source products and stuff. And so I am Jewish. So I went to a Jewish like event, like the first Saturday I was here. And I randomly met someone who's been sourcing products out of China for three years. And so in that meeting, he was able to help exacerbate my process so much faster. And I met him just at a thing. And even an example, and I also think another thing about networking is a lot of times we're always talking about giving and you want to receive. And so I was like at this, they have a lot of free workout classes here. And so I was at this Tabata class. Tabata is really hard. If anyone doesn't know this, it's when you do high intensity workouts for like a 10 minutes and then you have a couple of minutes off and you do it 10 minutes again, minutes off. And it can change the times. But I was at this class and so uh, the person was trying to get me to sign up for the gym. I told him I'm only temporary here. I'm not going to be able to join and stuff. But then I started talking about the gym experience I had the States, like with Lifetime and Equinox. And so now... Like tomorrow I have a meeting to sort of give perspective for them because they're trying to market to the American like high cost gym, what things could be improved. And it's like a way hmm. that I'm going to be able to help them. That's and it's awesome, all just yeah. in a simple meeting. You know, it doesn't have to be at a specific event that's named networking. You can right. meet people any right. time of day, anytime in your, you can meet people at the grocery store for crying out loud. Yeah. Like yeah. you just have to be open and be warm and inviting and just be, be willing to connect whether or not the connection goes somewhere or the connection doesn't. I think that's also the thing is because a lot of people, it's like you said before, expect something in return and they only want to do it in return. I think that you should, when networking, you should network with no expectation. I mean, sometimes you have an expectation of you have a business and you know where you want to go, but in general, no expectation and see where the possibilities could take you because you never know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think that goes back to what kind of we were talking about before with, you know, it's just about building relationships and. Um, uh, making it a lifestyle instead of making it a an an event that you do on Thursday nights. Exactly. Just making it something that that is a part of your of part of your daily activities. You know, when when you go, uh, for instance, uh, I, I like to go do work at Starbucks instead of sitting at my house, uh, mainly because my internet connection in my house is horrible, but uh, also because uh, when you're sitting in Starbucks, I mean, Starbucks is like the the modern day. Um, Entrepreneur's office, you know, there's so many people that are in there, and I'll be sitting there doing some work, and I'll overhear conversation, and uh, just so many like-minded people that, that are sitting in a Starbucks, and um, instead of instead of sitting at your house and doing everything from from your computer in your office, maybe it's good to get out and you know go meet some people, sit around uh, areas where, where people are going to be walking up, and and um, and uh, you can connect with those people. So um, yeah, I, I really really like that. And on that note. Um, that kind of answered one of the questions already. Um, so we'll kind of go this, the, the other route I was going to say, is there a place either online or in person you go to specifically cultivate relationships? Um, but it's, um, you kind of answered that already with going to the gym, uh, which I think is a, a great way to do that. Um, but what about online? Is there any, is there any, is there any place online, um, that, that you really kind of focus a lot of your, a lot of your, uh, attention to as far as networking goes?
1: Yeah. So before I get, get into the online i do have some tips with the offline because i said the gym mentioned starbucks um i do think and i sort of touched on this earlier i think whatever the thing is that you're interested in, i think sometimes people think it's like has to be business related i think whatever it is that you're interested in spending time around those types of people will lead you else. Oh, so it's i said fitness uh, that Israeli that I mentioned to you, how he gave me um, help with pointers with the website. He actually told me a story how he had a, met a client on a hike. He was doing something he liked and he met someone on that thing. So I think that if you're spending, if whatever you want to get into, spending your interest there, and you can find all these things. It's like.com, th- Facebook event, even through Instagram and stuff now. But the main online thing that I use and I like to connect with people is my Facebook messenger. I'm probably on it like three hours a day, just talking to people, connecting with people, building up those relationships. So then, you know, when the time comes, I could either ask them for help or I could even serve them. And so for me, I really like Facebook because it's the hub of everything. It, it like interconnects every type of app that, you know, you have to have a Facebook to get on all these things. So I personally like Facebook, but if whatever person, person, like whatever person's like vices if they like Instagram or or if they like Twitter or if they like Snapchat, like spending time and really just commenting and engaging and using the messaging feature on all those things to really connect with your audience or not audience, that's not right, just connect with people you want to be connecting with. So um, Facebook's my definite thing that I like to spend and Facebook Messenger specifically is where I like to spend most of my time Connecting with people.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and kind of shift gears a little bit and move into something that I like to call the random round. Um, This is just a few quick questions that are uh, going to just be really quick, and um, they're kind of just off the wall. So, uh, are you ready to go ahead and go through that?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited.
0: This is the random round. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
1: Hmm. I guess this is hard because I, what I originally thought um, is that I really do want to get more into the personal sort of development space. Like I'd like to be able to coach one day. And so for me, it's not something other because I do see myself doing that. So um, I guess that's other because I'm not a coach at the current moment. Like I would love to be. Um, but I guess it would be really cool. Maybe that's completely out of my element. Maybe like a videographer, like a lifestyle videographer. I feel like I've seen people with drones, using drones and highlighting cool places and experiences. That looks really fun. You know, like I feel like that'd be cool to do. All right. Uh,
0: if you could sit on a park bench with someone past or present and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why?
1: So I mentioned him earlier in, my, in the interview Sean Aker. I met him for a few seconds in my gym. I would really want to spend like an hour with him and just really understanding everything he found out about like what triggers people to like stay positive, be happy, um, specifically because he does it in a workplace environment. And since I'm in my like twenties, mid twenties, work is pretty much like the center of mine, most of my surroundings lives. So I think it'd be really interesting to just get those perspectives and learn from him and then learn how I help people through that. So yeah, i don't want to spend an hour with them. The other people, if I could add in the same way, would people like Ellen DeGeneres or Oprah because they've interviewed so many people and I would just want to hear about all the people they interviewed.
0: How do you like to learn books, blogs, or podcasts? And tell me one of your favorites.
1: Okay, so... I love reading. Like I I love reading right now. I'm reading Tim Ferriss's tools of the Titans and it's, great I love it. It's great. It's really long. So it's taking me a lot. Yeah. A little bit longer than I thought it would because I, I'm a visual. So I can like see the words again. Um, but I also really love listening to podcasts. Then my favorite podcast, I recommend this to everyone. I even recommend it to you. Um, is the Lewis Howes Podcast School of Greatness. He interviews all these people in life who have success um, or their versions of success um, in their fields. And he just goes through their habits, their mindsets, their routines. He talks about their struggles. Like, I feel like I've learned so much from that, taking from their experiences before going on and on myself. So that's the podcast um, I'd recommend. Yeah, I said I'm reading Tim Ferriss' book, I can't think of any other books I'd recommend at the moment, but those are the... And so for blogs, I like blogs, but I I, I like blogs, but more too, to sort of just like find a recipe or find a place to go. Nothing too serious on blogs.
0: Give us a glimpse of your morning routine.
1: Okay. Okay, so I mentioned earlier in this podcast that I'm Jewish. So um, every morning I say this prayer. It's that, Moda Ani. I'm probably not pronouncing that right in Hebrew. My Hebrew is atrocious, <laughs> but um, basically it um, it's thanking God for your life that day. Like the ancient Jews sort of believed that, like. And I don't actually necessarily believe it's not that your soul would go up at night and be returned back in the morning. So you're supposed to be thanking God for your soul back in your body. But so I do that to be thankful that I'm alive, thankful that I have this opportunity. I like to write down three things that I'm grateful for that happened for me the day before. And I just like to drink a ton of water just to get hydrated because you know, you didn't, I didn't drink all night. But I think it's really important to start your day off with a gratitude because when I, you start your day off with a gratitude, you know, it just makes, you're already in a good mood. You're already happy and thankful that you're living, you know? And ever since I started doing that, my mind shifted and, you know, I still have those days where I accidentally check my cell phone first and don't do all those things. And then when that happens, I kid you not, my day runs me instead of me running my day. So I definitely think a morning routine and if anyone, anyway, putting gratitude in that is extremely important.
0: What is your go-to pump-up song?
1: So I really like the song, I Don't Feel Like Dancing by the Scissors Sisters. All right. Um, It was in this movie, like, yeah, like 2006, like how to lose friends and alienate people or something. And I just loved it. (laughs) And so I always like dance to that um, in the background when I need to be pumped up.
0: What are you not very good at?
1: So I am not the most organized person. It is something that I'm actively working on. I love the big big picture so much. And so sometimes it's really hard for me to like discipline myself to get all the details that I need to complete a task. So I recently started carrying like a notebook. I literally just bought a notebook to put my bat in my purse so I can write things down. But yeah, being organized um is and paying attention to the details is something that I am actively working on
0: right now all right and last question <clears throat> where can we find you
1: so you can find me on Facebook my name is Hillary Grossman so just go ahead and friend me on there and I am in the process of making an email list that said it's just called join Hillary's list really simple and you can find me on there for just updates and stuff um, about my life um, updates like on personal development and things like like that, and that should be up in a couple weeks or so. So those are the places you can find me.
0: Awesome! Well, there you go. You have uh, it's Hillary Grossman on Facebook. That's H I L L A R Y, and Grossman is G R O S S M A N N.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much. This was so great.